0: This is the New Nudist Podcast, and I'm your host, Scott Klein. This is the podcast for people curious about the nudism and naturism lifestyle. If you've been thinking about trying out nudism, if it's been a bucket list thing for you, then this is the podcast designed to give you what you need to know in order to try it out. So on today's show, we'll be talking about your first time and how to begin your nudist adventure. We'll get the skinny on the seven best nude beaches to get naked in public for the first time from the website LonelyPlanet.com. And we'll also hear about an article from yesterday's New York Times about cooking naked at the Lake Como Family Nudist Resort. All of this coming up next in our second New Nudist podcast. Please stick around. So for today's topic, we're going to be talking about your first time. You know, as nudists and naturists, we all have the first time that we ever did this. We all have the first time that we ever took off our clothes in front of other people in a social setting and just sort of went for it. And, you know, whether that was... At a nudist or naturist club, or it could be, you know, when we went skinny dipping in in college or as kids or even as adults, or you know, it could be a variety of things. But we've all had that first experience, and and it for most of us, it got easier from there really quickly. Um, so today we want to talk about your first time and, and what are some of the places you can be nude, and where do I, f- particularly, my mics ex- in my experience is one of the best ways to. To try this out and dip your toe in the water and see if and see if this is for you. So you know there are a lot of places you could uh, be nude. Now they could include hot springs, right? You know, a lot of a lot of state parks and other places have have hot springs. I in here in Southern California, um, particularly as you get into the Palm Springs area, a lot of uh, hot springs where you know nudity is okay. And you could think about that. Uh, nude yoga is also something that is uh, becoming more and more popular. In just about every major city, you're going to find a nude yoga class. And um, you know, I was just looking this up before uh, this podcast, and I think even in places like Albuquerque, you're going to find nude yoga classes. And was recently watching an interview with a woman who runs a nude yoga class in New York. And one of the things that she said that really struck me was in a traditional yoga class, most of the students look like her. And she said, you know, she's a thin, white, young, in in shape woman. Most of the people are in her class look like her. But in her nude yoga class, there's so much more diversity. There's a diversity of age, there's a diversity of body types. There's sexuality, diversity. Uh, there's much more gender diversity. You're, she just sees a wider range of people who are interested in doing that. And you know I know for me, I do uh, nude yoga every morning, pretty much, pretty much every morning, um, but at home, and there's a great app that I use called Down Dog. Uh, I'd recommend it. It's such a cool app. It uh, n- you never have the same yoga class twice, um, so it's a great way to to do that. Nude yoga is great. You could do a nude cruise. There's a nudist travel agency called Bare Necessities that I think twice a year maybe does a, a big what they call the big nude boat, um, and so you can be on this nude nude cruise. Um, Really, kind of want to try that one day. I've never done it. Uh, I've talked, spoken with people who have, and they say it's amazing. It's kind of the longest period of time you can go without ever having to put your clothes on. And I have to say, that's kind of super appealing. Um, you could be nude at home. You could be. You could go to nudist meetups. We just went to one last night. You know, you could do spa nights with them. You could do escape rooms, hiking, bowling. There are a lot of ways that you can. Get together with other nudists in in and um often i meet people who it's that's their first nude experience you know doing this and they they just take that plunge and and won't you know it's a great way to to try it uh, there are nudist b and b's uh you know you can find find them um, as you know b and b's that are set that created just for nudists i know there. are there are ones here in Southern California, Hawaii, Vermont, all over. So it's also a great way to test it out. Obviously, nude beaches, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit later about you know what what you need to bring to a nude beach. But this uh, this is a, a classic way to, to to try it out. It was my first experience as a nudist. I think I mentioned in the last podcast uh, was was being at Little Beach in Maui, and. Still, my happy place. Still, if I could snap my fingers and be anywhere at any point, that's generally where I would be. Um, And then finally, well, not finally, you know, certainly this isn't an inclusive list, but nudist and naturist clubs. And of all the ways that you can be nude nude to start off, all the ways that you can dip your toe in this water, I have to say this is probably one of my favorite ways, and one of the ways that I think will help you be the most comfortable in, in trying this out and, and giving it a try. And, and, you know, I just, I would say that that would be one of the best ways. Um, you know, you could start, before you do that, uh, one of the things that you might want to think about is starting at home. I, I hear, you know, a lot of what I read and in, in, in talking with people, about how they entered nudism. A lot of them say, you know, hey, I just started being naked at home. Um, and, you know, so you can try that. You can start at home doing things in the nude. Uh, I, I hate vacuuming, I have to say, but I really don't mind it when I'm vacuuming in the nude. Uh, you can clean the house. You can do cooking, anything but bacon. <laughs> you can... Uh, you know, sleeping naked, getting used to sort of being unself-consciously naked is a, at home is a great first step to getting comfortable and being nude around other people. Uh, if you have a partner, re- try being naked at home together. Just reading or watching a movie or vacuuming or whatever it is that you're doing at home, try it nude. And, you know, it might seem weird for a while. It might seem weird for, I don't know, it just depends on what you're doing. It might seem weird. But after a while, it doesn't seem weird. It's like anything else uh, with nudism. It's kind of only weird for a little bit, and then it doesn't seem weird at all. So try that. And then you know one of the best ways that i think you can try nudism in a social setting is at a naturist or nudist club and so why 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 is that the best way i think there are a couple reasons the first that comes to mind for me is it's a place where there are rules generally there are rules designed to protect you and help you feel safe and comfortable it's a protected environment um if you look at a nude beach, for example, uh, there, you know, it's it's open. There could be people who are nude. There could be people who are not nude. Uh, there are no rules around photography. There are no rules around. Sometimes there are no rules around sexual activity, which you know can be uh, a problem in, in nude beaches. And in fact, it's often when communities clamp down on. Uh, nude beaches and that are used for nudist recreation, it's because people have, uh, you know, used it as a place to have public sexual activity. And unfortunately, as nudists, we get painted sometimes with that wide brush. So, you know, you just have less control. Uh, But in a club or nudist or nature's club, those rules are designed to protect you and make you safe. And often, you know, you'll find there are only nudists there, right? And so you're there amongst people who are nudists. And so you don't have those gawkers. You don't have those people who are walking up and down the beach, you know, in their clothes just to check out naked people. Often, there are rules around photography. Uh, I know in the club that we go to, you can take your cell phone, but you can't, but you have to put a little sticker on the cameras. If you have an iPad or a tablet, you have to have cam- stickers on your cameras. Other other clubs are a little less stringent about that, but most, I'd say most clubs have rules around photography. So you can feel pretty confident that people aren't there to take pictures of you. And you know, they're, they're really not anyway, I have to say. Uh, you know, once you get into this place, you'll see that it's not really about that but there but you can be pretty pretty confident that they' you're not gonna find yourself naked on the internet um, so another reason is that they're often people who are watching out for each other. you feel part of a community when you're in these places and I know particularly if you're a woman, If there's a man who might be giving you unwanted attention or harassment, it doesn't happen very often, but it, you know, it it happens in a club just like it will happen in real life. Textile life, I guess you could say. Um, You know, the club is there to deal with it. I know in our club, whenever that has happened, the management of the club gets notified really quickly. People are watching people are watching and they deal with that right away. And often that, that harasser, uh, or somebody who is giving you that unwanted attention will, you know, if they're a member be put on probation or kicked out of the club or escorted out, it's, they take pretty quick action. Um, and there are people watching, watching around for that sort of thing. Um, and particularly if, you know, we get questions about uh, families and again I would say if you're if your' family looking to try this a nudist or nature's club is just one of the most protected ways you can do this so you have you know with particularly with kids and and we'll talk about this in another podcast you know you have people watching out very closely to make sure that um, you know there's no behavior that would make you feel uncomfortable with your family and with your kids so Uh, and if ever there is, it's shut down very, very, very quickly. So, uh, and it's often, you know, when you're in a club, it's often not about just laying out at the pool. Some clubs, that's what they have. They have a pool, but a lot of these places, uh, have a lot more to do. So you've got, you have volleyball, you have pickleball, which if you've never tried pickleball, it's super fun. It's kind of like a, a combination of ping pong and tennis. It's easy, not as much running you could use a wiffle ball. It's, it's really kind of, it's, it's easy to learn. Um, and it's becoming, I think it's like one of the fastest growing sports out there. Uh, you know, in, in our club, there's a ceramic studio, there's hiking in other clubs, you know, there's there are a lot of things you can do that really kind of take your mind off the fact that you're nude. And cause you can often, I don't know about you, but you know, it's easy for me to sort of get in my own head. Right. And, and if you're, this is new for you, if nudism is new and you know, you're just sitting by the pool focusing on the fact that you're nude, it, it can kind of mess with your head. Right. So, uh, well, one of the things I would say is go to a club where there's stuff to do. And again, you're going to hear me say this over and over and over. Um, So I apologize in advance, but it's only new. It's only weird for a few minutes, but if you get there and and kind of get plugged in to doing things and nudists are some of the friendliest people you're going to meet, you can just kind of forget that you're naked. And it just is one of the things that I think helps, helps you feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, and Again remember that everybody's sitting around that pool, everybody playing volleyball with you, everybody on the pickleball pickleball court. We all had our first time and we all remember what it was like to have our first time. And there's nothing more that we want than for you to feel comfortable and for you to come back. Feel like, you know, this is also for you. Uh, because we know how much it, it enriches our lives, we kind of, I haven't met a nudist yet who isn't interested in, you know, evangelizing is maybe not the right word, but, you know, sharing this gift that we have and that we've been able to take, be a part of with other people. We want to share it. We want more people to experience the, the joy and, uh, and that we feel in this. And so, uh, yeah, it, it's a great way to do it. There's also, um, I think another reason that a club is a, is a great way to do this is you see a wide range of bodies. I may have mentioned this in the last podcast, but when you talk, when you ask people if they would ever consider doing, um, uh, you know, being going to a nudist club, the first thing I, I say 90, probably 90% of the time that people say is, nobody wants to see me naked. And of course, again, it's not, It's not really about that. It's everything but that. It's really about being nude for yourself and shedding clothes and shedding all the drag that we wear on a day-to-day basis and just being human with people. And you will see just a wide range of bodies. And, you know, and if it's a family nudist club, um, a wide range of ages as well. So uh, it's, it's, I think... It's not like walking onto a Sports Illustrated swimsuit shoot. It's you just you know you're going to see a wide range of bodies, and I think that that helps people feel comfortable. That you're going to see people who's who's who are much less in shape than you are, and comfortable with their bodies. You'll see people who are much more in shape, comfortable with their bodies. You're just going to see a wide range, and I think it's going to it's one of the ways that makes you feel comfortable. So, uh, how do you find one? How do you find a nudist club? Um, one of the best ways, I think, for you to do that is to visit the website run by the American Association for Nude Recreation. And and it's called ANR, A-A-N-R. And you can find their website at aanr.com, anr.com. And there you can find a list of of resorts and clubs that are members of, of ANR. And you'll find a list of what they call landed clubs and non landed clubs. And so part of this podcast is we're going to kind of break down some of the terminology so that you feel like, you know, what you're talking about and kind of know what to expect. But a landed club is a place that has a facility. It has a, you know, has its own clubhouse and pool and it's a physical place to go and be naked non-landed clubs are groups of people who don't necessarily have a facility uh, on their own and but they're a a social club that may may visit other landed clubs may do backyard events may do uh hikes may do um bowling night nude bowling night where they you know they buy out the lanes and and it's just for the club. And so you have uh, landed clubs and non-landed clubs. Um, I, I think another, so check out, check out the ANR website for the clubs. And then I would go to the website of the club itself. It's one of the best ways to really understand what the club is like. There are clubs that are just for adults. Um, now that doesn't mean necessarily that it's a sexually focused club. There are those, there are those clubs. And again, the term is lifestyle. You, that's the term that you hear a lot where it's much more of a a sensual or sexual, sexually focused kind of club. Not all adult only clubs are that kind of club. I want to really super stress that. So uh, one of the ones that we go to is desert sun resort in Palm Springs. And that's an adults only club, non-sexual club, fantastic place, great facility. And, but adults only, it's just, that's, that's the environment. And and there are some people who really want that kind of vibe. They just, they, they don't want kids splashing around the pool. They just want what they want. Um, in that versus a family club where you're gonna get a much wider range of ages and you're gonna get infants and two grandparents. So check out the website of the club itself. A couple things to think about when you're on that website are, some clubs have a policy with regard to singles, uh, particularly single men super controversial within the nudist and naturist communities. Some people, you know, and there's, there are reasons that, that it's kind of, it's tricky. Uh, (laughs) There, there are, uh, I think there's historical reasons for people to want to limit the number of men. Some people feel like, some people feel like, you know, single men go to these places and are much more likely to harass women. Hard to say if that's that's actually true or not, but some clubs do have a singles policy and will only allow single females or only allow couples to come if you're if you're a man you can only bring another couple. You know, you have to be there with your partner. Some will say it has to be a female partner. Some will say, you know, two men is, it's, it's kind of, you're gonna see a variation of, of policies with each of these clubs. And so check out what their policy is around singles, if that's your issue. Um, some, you know, most of these clubs have a first visit is free kind of policy. So, but do check out what their fees are. And some say you can come for three times and then you have to join. Or some say, hey, there's just a gate fee. You can come as many times as you want as long as you pay the gate fee. So uh, check out what the fees are, what the singles policies are. Uh, Some clubs have food and on-premises, some don't. So kind of know whether or not you need to bring your own food. Um, Some clubs have rules around clothing optional versus you have to be nude. So Um, I know the club that we have, we go to, you have to be nude in the pool and spa areas. Uh, and you're encouraged to be nude other times, but, and, and all, all of this is sort of, you know, weather permitting if it's, you know, 60 degrees out, you, you dress for the, you know, dress for warmth. Right. And, uh, but if, if the majority of people are nude at our club, at the pool, you're expected to be nude and, and really required to be nude. Um, there are some other clubs where, you know, you're required to be nude everywhere. I know, uh, Bear Oaks, uh, Family Nature Park in Canada. If you're there, you're outside of your campsite, anywhere you are in the public areas. I believe that the rule is that you're required to be nude and they're, they're, Really, kind of philosophical reasons around that as well, and around making people feel comfortable and, and expectations. But understand what the rules are. You know, do are what are you allowed to? You know, what, what are the what are the rules? So I would say look at their website for that. Uh, when you're on the websites, check out the facilities. What is there to do? Is do they have volleyball? Do they have tennis? Do they have pickleball? You know, just kind of understand what what the facilities are um, and and what the expectations are. Some places have hiking trails, but you're expected to wear clothes because they might be, you know, trails shared, shared by other uh, people. Others, you know, you can hike nude and, and, it, and it's totally fine. Uh, some clubs have places where you can stay overnight, where you can rent cabins that have everything from just a bed to kind of a full on condo situation. So really runs the full spectrum. Uh, so if you're interested in making this sort of a overnight adventure, um, many clubs allow allow for that. And so check and see if that would be a, you know something that's interesting to you and something that you would uh, wanna check out. So um, Naked Wanderings, uh, you've hear, heard me mention that before, a great website run by Nick and Lynn's and they also have reviews of different clubs and that they've visited. And so uh, another uh, resource for learning about what the experience of clubs is uh, TripAdvisor. Oddly enough, I found uh, as I'm looking at different nudist places, nudist clubs or even nudist BNBs, you can find great uh, reviews on TripAdvisor. So check that out as well. Um, so, so now you've found a place. What do you do? How do you check it out? How do you how do you go? Um, so I would say you should just think about planning your trip. One of the things, particularly if you're if you're going with other people and maybe one of you is not as not as into it as another, you know, a little bit more trepidatious about it. Kind of have a look, we're gonna give this an hour policy between you. It's one of the best ways that you can sort of push through the initial maybe uncomfortableness that a lot of us feel when we first do this, right? And like, like first doing anything, you know, whether it's ballroom dancing or bowling or whatever, you know, give yourself enough time to push through the initial awkwardness. And so the recommendation that I hear and, and that I give to people as, as they try is give yourself an hour. If you're not sure Say, look, I'm going to, at the end of the hour, I, I can pack, if it's not feeling right, if it's not feeling like something I want to continue to do, I can pack up and walk away. Um, but give yourself that hour to try it, to relax, to get out of your head and give it a shot. You, um, you should also just create a packing list. There's, fortunately, there's not... You know, you don't have to worry about clothes too much, but uh, I would say number one, a towel. Always important. That's nudists. You can tell there are nudists or naturists because they are somebody not wearing clothes, carrying a towel. It, you sit on it no matter. That's always there's always when you're sitting, there's always something between you and the surface you're sitting on and a towel, a sarong or something. So always bring towels. Um, and. Some clubs will provide those, but just again, look at the website, see if that's if that's what they do. So number one, towel. Number two, sunscreen. Uh, can't stress this enough, and you really should apply it a lot, um, especially in places that aren't used to being uh, seen by the sun. So be really vigilant about that. It's it's easy to forget. Uh, You'll see a bunch of really, really dark people sometimes, uh, you know, with those all over tans. And if you're just getting into it, that's not you. Be really protected. Now, uh, most of these clubs, they'll ask that you shower off before you get in the pool. And so, again, just remember that when you get out, you've got to reapply that sunscreen. Um, Sarongs are often used, particularly those places where you can where they don't require you to be nude everywhere. But if you want to go you know, into the restaurant and get a sandwich and it's a little chilly, sarongs are good, a are good way to, to kind of do that. Um, you can find them on Amazon, usually at the clubs they have them. Uh, and uh, it's kind of a good wrap. Again, gives you something to sit on. Bring something to read, bring flip-flops. And that's kind of what you need. It's really not, it's you know, not much beyond that. So once you try it and you give it that hour and I would say the best thing you can do if you like it try it again. If if you think, you know, maybe this is something I want to do, try it again. Maybe as you're leaving, talk to people who are a member of that club and say, "Look, I might want to try this again." You know, if you've struck up a conversation, say, "Hey, love to see you again." And It gives you somebody that you can kind of connect with the next time you're there. So try it again, uh, I would say. And if you don't like it, if you, and this, you know, hey, nudist clubs are not for everybody. Not everybody likes, you know, that particular setting. Um, So if that's not for you, um, if the one you're checking out is not for you, uh, there are other ones that might be, let's, let's say you go to one, like like Desert Sun. Desert Sun is a really beautiful resort. Great uh, great grounds. Great you know amenities. They've got a restaurant. They've got several pools, hot tub. It's kind of a it's kind of a posh place it, relative to other news places. So you've got that, and then there are other nudist resorts that are kind of rustic and you know really just on the other end of that spectrum. So if Desert sun is not your jam. There are other places that might make you feel a little bit more comfortable. If if you're less about the the beauty of the facilities and maybe want something a little bit more natural, a little bit something a little bit more rustic, you might want to try something like Olive Dell Ranch, which is, or, or there are other place you know here in Southern California. There are other places like that, um, as well, that are a little bit more rustic. So, try not if if that place isn't for you, try another one. And at the end of the day, if the resort club situation is not for you, um, try another place to be naked. Go on a naked hike. Go uh, do a hot spring. Do a, you know, one of the naked nudist meetups or non-landed club activities. So, you know, don't just think if, if that club experience isn't for you, that it, that this isn't for you. You know what I mean? So... Um, Either way, I think, again, it's only going to be weird for a few minutes. You'll be really surprised how easy it is. You're going to see a wide range of bodies no matter where you go. And again, you're not there to be perfect for anyone. You're there to be free in your own body without having to worry about yours or anybody else's imperfections. (laughs) This is the New Nudist Podcast. I'm Scott Klein. Today we have two nude in the news topics. The first one comes from the website LonelyPlanet.com. And the article first published in May of 2019 is a list of the seven best nude beaches to get naked in public for the first time. And what's cool is the list is curated by some of the top nudist podcasters and bloggers out there. And so they're, they're each weighing in on their, their favorite, uh, nude beach here. And of course, Hey, you know, the new nudist podcast is only in its second episode. So I'm going to totally forgive them for not asking me, but at the end, I'll add my favorite as well. So, uh, I know many of you are living in cold places right now. As I record this, it's February of 2020 and it's probably cold for some of you. And so uh, many of you might be escaping to Hawaii or the Caribbean or Australia. And so I'm gonna hopefully give you something to think about as you're looking at uh, where to go. So the first, uh, first section uh, selection comes from Nick and Lins who are the couple behind the hugely popular Naked Wanderings blog. And their beach of choice, and my apologies for all of the names I'm gonna butcher in this segment, uh, is Parque Nacional Natural Tayrona in Colombia. They say it's it takes se- either several hours on a boat or a two and a half hour hike through lush monkey filled jungle to get there, but it's absolutely stunning. Number two comes from Stefan Duchesne, who is the host of the Naturist Living Show, and he's also the owner and operator of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park in Canada, and not surprisingly, his pick is Rec Beach. It's uh, in Vancouver, B.C., in Canada. And he said it's the best, of, he said, of course, starting off, the best nude beach is the one near you that you can access. So gotta gotta give them to him there. Uh, but he said, he goes on to say, but of all the beaches I've visited, Wreck Beach is in the most beautiful location without being difficult to access. It's also the oldest legal nude beach in Canada. So number three comes from Jessa who writes as the nude blogger and she raves about Point Addis in Victoria, Australia. Um, She said it's uh, found on the drive towards the great ocean road from Melbourne. So the scenery is just stunning with beautiful rugged cliff faces and a lovely community there. Number four comes from Diana who blogs as naturism girl. And I believe it's pronounced Sovinj, it's S-O-V-I-N-J-E in Croatia. And she said, the sea is incredibly clean, perfect for swimming, snorkeling, or paddling, and just simply having fun. Number five is one of my favorites, Black's Beach. And this comes from Ellen Blake, who run the Our Naked Story blog, uh, which they, um, they record out of Dell uh, Ranch. And and it is um, black speeches in La Jolla, which is kind of near San Diego. And uh, they say it is well secluded by Torrey Pines Cliffs, and it's about half a mile hike down a deep staircase trail, which will deter some spectators. And I have to say, as somebody who's been there recently, yeah, it is definitely it's definitely a hike down and definitely a hike up. Uh, But once you get there, it's a beautiful, long stretch of beach and um, just fantastic. Number six comes from Stella Cortis, who uh, you can follow on her blog and Instagram as a naked girl. And it is Samurai Beach in New South Wales, Australia. And she said, the first time I came here, I was stunned by the beauty of the pristine beach. It was quite secluded, but not deserted. And you saw a lot of families with kids playing in the sand. Number seven, finally, uh, is Zandvert, Z-A-N-D-V-O-O-R-T, beach in the Netherlands. And Paul Walker, who promotes naturism on his blog, which I can't pronounce, it looks like zudme, Z-J-U-Z-D-M-E.org. Maybe it's something backwards, I don't know. It's probably Dutch. Uh, but anyway, he says the Netherlands is quite open to regarding naturism and there are plenty of places for nude recreation. And it's, this beach is special to him because of the annual New Year's Day morning skinny dip. So that's your seven list, uh, your seven best nude beaches to get naked in public for the first time. I'm going to add my favorite, which is Little Beach at McKenna State Park in Maui. Five years ago, it was my first time to get public, uh, naked in public. And I walked into that experience, never thinking I would do it, uh, but then uh, could not believe how much I loved it. And so that started my my nudism journey. And I have to say it's one of my favorite places in the world. And I would definitely add it to the list. So there you have it, go get warm. Uh, Don't forget to pack your towels, something to keep you hydrated. And of course, a lot of sunscreen. So for the second part of Nude in the News today, we're going to talk about an article that appeared in the February 4th, 2020 edition of the New York Times. The article is called The Joy of Cooking Naked and features residents of the Lake Como Family Nudist Resort. And I was thrilled to see this. Um, I'll tell you why. What I love about this article is it really sort of takes nudism seriously. It it doesn't, you know, although it starts, starts off with a bacon joke. I mean, come on, you're talking about cooking naked. How can you not start with a bacon joke, right? Uh, but it, it interviews these people who live at Lake Como and... Who cook together and share meals together, and talks about their nudism through that lens, and it does it in a very respectful way, in a um, in a, in an almost affectionate way. I mean, it it doesn't it doesn't take the sort of typical jokey making fun of these people uh, way that that you'll often find when when nudism appears in the mainstream media and i have to say it just i thought it was a beautiful article and it interviews a couple mainly uh karen and jason mcmullen and and the the author of the of the article her name's priya krishna starts off by saying you know the, this couple is one of 10 million americans who identify as nudist or naturist according to a 2011 study so let's just pause there for a second. Ten million Americans who identify as nudists or naturists—that—that that really stunned me. You know, as I'm sort of learning learning about this lifestyle and this way of living, it's—I uh, didn't think ten million Americans uh, would look at would consider themselves nudists and naturists as I do. Um, you know, that's a large city in the U.S. Uh, just for you know, that's L.A. So think about that, and you know that's just stunning. Um, was so blown away by that. And she talks a little bit about the, his, the history of, of modern naturist movement and how it started in Western Europe in the 18th, 18th century, mostly out of Germany uh, and 18th, 19th century. and and she does talk about the link between food and naturism and how uh, historically the nudist movement was as much about diet as it was about clothing. And um, and so really looks at it through this lens. And, uh, you know, some of the Lake Como residents say that being nude has helped them cultivate a more positive relationship with food. Um, And uh, I know that Mr. There was a guy in it, Mr. Clark, who is an optometrist, who said, I was very shy and nervous and an introverted person. I stayed isolated. I didn't have a lot of friends. The second I was nude, that disappeared, and my whole life changed. And uh, Karen McMullen, who is one of the main people in the article, said, I used to hate dinner parties. They were always pretentious. There was all the small talk I didn't get. Now I get to be myself. I don't have to hide it when I don't understand someone. And hey, isn't that really about what nudism is about? It's it's about shedding all of that pretense, shedding all the things that are barriers between you and the people that you're with, and just being real. And for them, gathering together, cooking food, sharing food, you know, is a is a is an extension of that. And it's not about hiding. It's uh, so I would find this article again, the February 4th, 2020 edition of the New York Times, and uh, it's called The Joy of Cooking Naked. Check it out. Of course, uh, Karen does end the article by saying, you know, it's not about the bacon. It's about the freedom. Okay, awesome listeners, that is it for today's show. We will have interviews with new nudists lined up already for future episodes, so stay tuned for that. Please subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on, whether that's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. It's the best way to know when new episodes are launched, and... uh, Also, if you are relatively new to nudism and you're willing to share your story uh, on this podcast, I do want to hear from you. We would love to include you in the My Nude Story segment. And so please do email me at newnudistpodcast at gmail.com. want to leave you with this one thing to think about. When everyone is naked, nobody is. I'm Scott Klein. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great naked day.